Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week we have myself, Asha Chandler, and Jim Parkin again. What up? Welcome back again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. See, this has been fun. I'm really, I mean, I am enjoying our, our, uh, our, what's it, pioneering again in this season. It's kind of flipped <laughs> yeah. some things around and made it kind of interesting. Not that it wasn't interesting before, but I mean, it's no, cool, but. but. I'll be pretty stoked on to go to the studio, though. Huh? Yeah, and having guests come in again and seeing faces yeah. and hearing people's stories and stuff. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, yeah. So what are we what are we doing tonight? So, I thought because you know, we're kind of deep into this whole deal. I heard the governor speak today. I heard her majesty, the governor speak. And uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah. What did she say? I have not heard it. Oh, nothing important. Okay. Just do you know just we we got to do all this reverse engineering slowly and Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she kept saying that we were nine weeks into this. I didn't, I didn't, I guess, I guess so. I didn't realize it was that long. So to the 20th, 27th, 3rd, 10th, 17th, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, and last week. Well, last week was, was eight weeks. So this week is nine. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well. You know, there's a lot of stuff that has happened. You know, a lot of social media drama. Yes. You know, and lots of different perspectives and stuff like that. And in some cases, not in my case, you know, but I know, I know people who've been hurt and stuff like that, and yeah, bummed out by things they've seen. So, what I thought we'd do is. I, ha- I saw something today. Anyway, I, I just posted it too. Okay. And you'll be, you'll be amazed that I posted it because I put a picture with it of my least favorite thing on the earth, the snake. But <clears throat> this is, we're going to talk about unpack this story here a little bit, and I know that you will come through with some supporting scripture just from memory. It's going to be amazing. Sounds so good. Anyway, we can do this. I love it. <laughs> The story is this. It says a man saw a snake being burned to death and decided to take it out of the fire. When he did, the snake bit him, causing excruciating pain. The man dropped the snake and a reptile fell right back into the fire. So the man looked around, found a metal pole and used it to take the snake out of the fire, saving its life. Someone who was watching approached the man and said, That snake bit you. Why are you still trying to save it? And the man replied with this. He said, The nature of the snake is to bite. But that's not going to change my nature, which is to help. That's good. And then kind of the message is don't change your nature simply because someone harms you. Don't lose your good heart, but learn to take precautions. That's good. That's so, really that's really well spoken. I like that. So, you know, it's, I guess my point for our listeners is like there's been a lot 
right? A lot of social media, a lot of angst. Yeah. A lot of different perspectives on how to see this stuff, which is cool and it's fair. And what we have to do is just stay the course, keep our eyes on the mission with all of this stuff coming through. Like, uh, found out today from a friend that he's going to have to lay off. He's a nurse manager at Hurley and he's going to have to lay off, I think, close to 18 from the ER just because the census is so low. And, and so, you know, imagine that, right? So after weeks and weeks and weeks of dealing with all the sickness and death and COVID and extra precautions and not seeing your family and all these other things, your reward is potential layoff, (sighs) you know? So, and it's just, it's because no one goes to the hospital because everyone's scared. Right. You know, but what we have to do is what we do. And I believe that everybody who does, you know, all aspects of the hospital, but especially emergency medicine and emergency services, EMS, you know, us paramedics and EMTs and the police and fire, and even the veterans, right? It's just their, the nature is to be a care a caretaker. Right, right. You know, and even when people are kind of pissed off and they're mad at at overreaching government I said it probably shouldn't have but you know when people are mad at that and other people are losing their businesses and everything's so polarizing conversations do get heated right you know and they do get venomous I've used that word quite a minute like a few times throughout this like people are just throwing venom at each other and I don't even think it's with malice I think it's just because people are stressed. Well, and and I think from what I've, you know, I, I know incredible people that are very passionate about their country and their communities and what's going yeah. on on so many different levels. And I think that in a lot of regards, if you have half a heart, it, it does bother you and it, and it does cause you to have reactions to it. And, um, right. And I, and I agree, and I would agree. I think that most folks, the, the heart of it is that they're very concerned, and they have a reason for being concerned and passionate about it. Oh yeah. And I and I think what we're, we're kind of speaking to a bit more is just the way in which people are able to have conversations and share information, and not get to the point of where we're just just being mean. Right. There's a difference between being passionate. And having conversations, calling that person or having, you know, direct messages and, and working things out and the, right. d- the difference being, okay, well, now I'm just accusing you of being horrible people or I'm accusing of you of being an idiot and not knowing what, you know, like now we're just kind of throwing yeah. crap at each other. That's different, you know. Right. Um and I think yeah. think that you know we live in we live in a broken world. I mean, we we had a whole series on this like a year or so ago of just why do things happen. We live in a broken world. Not everybody's perfect. Not right. everybody is out to look to the best interest of their neighbors. You know, I mean, a lot of us, myself included, there are days where I'm looking out for numero uno. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. And then you get to yeah. situations like this where folks want to know if they're going to be okay, and and it gets a little bit more hairy and scary, you know. And and so there's, right. like you're saying, there's so many things and levels going on here, and 
you know, whether or not we can trust all the information in the media and, and whether or not we can trust all the decisions with our leaders. And, you know, there's all these layers to it. Right. And I think that at the heart of it, I honor and so appreciate those that are that are literally willing to fight for their country and their community. Oh. You know, because, I mean, we go, go going back to the heart of a veteran and the heart of a first responder, somebody that's willing to run into the fire. I know a lot right. of men and women that are willing to run into the fire to do what they believe is right for the community and their nation right now. And that's very honorable, right. <laughs> honorable too, you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Well, what is the fire? Right. The fire is at many levels, there's many different things. Right, so right. I don't have the ability to maintain what I have to maintain and worry about what's going on at the Capitol. Right, right. So I'm, for dang sure, I am thankful that there's people who, you know, are former soldiers and Marines and, you know, they're veterans now, and they do have the time. Right. Or they're business people, they're patriotic, you know, Americans, and they do have the time, so they can spend that time focused on on what's going on and how to keep that, keep those who need to be held accountable, you know, keep them accountable. Right. You know, and so, but what's just what we have, what we've had in the past few weeks is so much frustration that sometimes, you know, the water gets a little bit muddy. The lines, you know, we we step over lines that we didn't mean to. You know, I'm completely believing that in 99% of the cases that no one is intending to hurt anybody's feelings. Right. I, I would They're agree. Just, I would agree. You know. Yeah. But that's the danger of social media, too, right? Right. Social media right. might be the most antisocial thing in the history of man. <laughs> <laughs> right. And And, I mean, and let's be honest... We, there's probably 80 different ways that this could all then get unpacked out of quarantine differently. You know, we're we're seeing right. this different based on state, based on city, based on like where we are in the nation or around the right. globe. Like different leadership and different locations have chosen to handle this differently and then unroll it differently. And so there, there's right. even that where depending on your where you are in the nation, where you are financially, where you are right. health, I mean all the all these different factors every single one of us is going to have a varied opinion on on what this should look like over the next few weeks or few months, you know? And and so right. it it gets really really hard, you know? I mean, I know pastor was talking about um was it this this past Monday that you know, within the same there's a different state with, you know, that are now allowing like churches are opening up in different states and stuff. And within the same like city, there's folks that are both criticizing um, right. churches for not opening yet when they could and criticizing churches for opening when they for, think that they should opening too soon, too soon, yeah. even though they've made all of the social distance like procedures to be able to like have a service and right. stuff. So, I mean, it's, Again, kind of going back to we're all going to look at this differently, and I think that we should because oh, yeah. that's the beauty of it. It's it's just how do we engage in a way that we don't – I like what you had said in the last couple um, episodes of, you know, let's not, when we're all finally back together, not be able to look each other in the face 
and right. not have any regret, not be able to like give a handshake or give a hug or be able to authentically say like, I love you, brother, you know? Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, you know, everybody, all of us handles conflict differently. You know, I know Nick's more the type where he can hash it out with somebody and it might look a little bit more aggressive. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is like way too much stress <laughs> for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's that, too. Well, you know. Well, dudes do it. You know, we do it different, too. Yeah. You know. But. There's so many people watching, though. There, There's such a, a right. you know, I had posted last week, um, a couple of days ago, maybe, you know, Romans talks about, Paul is going back and forth explaining the gospel. But towards the end, it, he makes a a a short phrase saying, you know, all of creation is eagerly and waiting and anticipating that the sons and daughters of God would be revealed. You know, so in these right. times, like people need to know, like this is the make it, break it. And these are the times where we get to show up and blow up and actually be the hands and feet of Jesus. Right. You know, and actually meet people where they're at on these hard days, these hard moments. And I think that people need to see more of an action like speak, speak your mind. I, I, I absolutely feel like we should exercise our freedom of speech in an appropriate way. Oh yeah. And then, based on however you can do that with honor, then work to do the good around you. Like do do something good and kind for somebody today. <laughs> you know, like right. don't just talk about the things that you think should be, but be the person that you think people should be. Yeah. yeah. There's a cool quote that that uh, I just heard. I actually just heard a fighter say it because he had been on this long campaign to come back and then got knocked out. But he was talking about it, and it kind of fits for what the world and our country and everything is going through, and the church and those of us who are believers and, and are trying to be that light. And the quote is this. It says, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> That's good. You know, it's like, I mean, and there's a lot, you know, there's a lot there, really. It's so simple. But at the same time, there's so many things like as an example, kind of on the grand scale. I don't know. You probably don't pay attention to what Mike Tyson's doing these days. No. <laughs> but my dude is 53 years old. Okay. He went in to this thing nine or 10 weeks ago, overweight and, and all this other stuff. And today... He is fight ready. Oh my god! He's gosh. trimmed down like almost forty pounds. Dude, he looks like eighty, like nineteen eighties Mike Tyson. Wow! Like beating the brakes off punching bags and stuff like that. Wow! And it's just, and that's you know that's a big silly example. But at the same time, what are some things you can do in this time, especially as the church? I mean, we've been blowing up and doing big things with kingdom builders and stuff like that. But also, you can really use this time to, you know, to be that light, to just display all the good, you know, all the, the silver lining, the good things that are coming out of this, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know for me personally, it's like, I mean, we've come out of a really crazy year. I mean, if you want to go back, listen to... <laughs> 
uh, I think it was February. If you, um, it's the anxiety and depression like, episode. Man, I'm maybe episode like twenty seven or something, something like that. Something. You know, I could tell you in a second here. Know. But and I mean, the thing is though, is that I've you know I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. It is. I think it's the right before episode twenty-two, the, experiencing anxiety and so, depression. Twenty-two. Oh, it's the episode before the three hundred six episode. What? 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 Um. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, yeah. we've come out of the season where it's like we're just kind of like we saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Things are getting more. I mean, it literally was. Day by day, I didn't know what our day would look like. I couldn't make plans. Right. I mean, we just literally had to do day by day. And now to kind of step into this, it's like, well, well wait a minute. Like, our life was going to come back together here in a minute, you know? And yeah. for me, I mean, I, I could either sit around and just throw a pity party or throw a tantrum, like, emotionally and just have right. it out with God. Or really, I mean, during this time, it's... I mean, we said, I think in the beginning of this, like, I don't want to waste this time. Okay, so what does that mean for me? Like, what does this mean for me right. at home with my husband and four kids? Um, what does this look like for me? I'm not going out and doing a lot of ministry, you know? I mean, I'm not physically able to run out and, and do much for anybody. But I really felt right. like God was like, but what are what are you able to do to minister to your family right here at home, you know, so that this time isn't wasted? And it, it's just learning new levels of how I've I've been selfish and I've been about numero uno instead of really just loving and serving my family in a way that's even more like pure, like even more authentic. Um, right. Because I, d- I don't want to waste this time, and I want to come out of the gate running when this is unraveling, you know, and, you know. Yeah. So, so it, look, it can look like so many different things. And the folks that are in the middle of the chaos and the mess right now, whether it's trying to keep your business afloat or if it's trying to do school and work at home and, and take care of kids at home and you feel like you're drowning at <laughs> home, yeah. you know, or yeah. if you're in the medical field and you're just trying to – you know, do it, you know, it, it looks like so many different things, but at the heart of it, like you're saying, the simple aspect of it is, am I allowing right. God to take me to the next step? Am I allowing myself to get to the next step? Am I allowing um, myself to be held back by circumstances or, or am I going to allow my circumstances right. to be like the platform, like the stepping stool, the foundation of where I get to step up into the next thing that's coming for me, you know? Right. Well, and you know, and it is, I know for us in the medical, for, like first responders and the hospital guys and stuff like that, there is this new level of anxiety right now. Yeah. Because one, like I said, census is low. No one's going to the hospital. Right? Right. We just came out of this thing where now we're starting to come up for air where you can go like, whoa, what in the <laughs> world just happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... We're all, all of us, I would say 100% of the people now, you know, are like, okay, it's time. It's time. Yeah, we need to get folks back doing what they were doing. Yeah. A, low key, so people start breaking themselves off and have to go to the hospital. Right. But B, the, but you know, there's also this, this holding our breath going, okay. But when everybody goes out and goes buck wild 
and you know they everything just go, tries to push back to normal too quick, or all of a sudden we're going to be right back in this whole COVID mess again. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't do that kind of science. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if that will happen. Ever all evidence kind of lead you to believe that that would happen, but I think that we're also at a point where we can't just be. We can't spend the rest of our lives holding our breath for the next shoot of No, you can't. And and from what was originally communicated from all of the graphs and, and charts and things was we're gonna we're gonna squash the curve so that we right. can handle all this and then we're gonna have to make the next steps to move on. So I mean you know, right. and and we're there. But yeah, yeah, and we're and I applaud everybody that has worked so hard to make that happen, whether it's you being at home and doing your quarantine thing or being in, you know, in the field right now, like way to go nation for not having this blow up in a way that it could have. And thank right. God it that, yeah. Been and th- catastrophic right. Hit. And thank God that it wasn't, you know, so I'm so grateful on, on that. Um, but then also, you know, there's legitimately the other side where it's like, well, we kind of need to start sharing healthy germs too. Cause we might all have summer colds yeah. just from not being around anybody for a while too, you know. So there's there's that little bit of like, you know, yeah. It's just going to be what it is too. And I don't think it's going to be, yeah. And I don't want everybody to be scared to do anything and be so scared to, you right. know, sneeze, you know, like type thing. It's a you know it's, it's definitely strange times. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But we is you know it is time to get. The ball kind of rolling. I think we have the initiative back to where we can handle it. I think it's going to be kind of our part of healthcare for a good long while. It'll yeah. just be one of those things that we we have to take precautions for and watch out for and whatever. But at the same time, we don't want you know to fall into this trap of nobody's working and now uh, as far as the economy goes, there's right. And people are worried about, like, just the ripple effect of things that we haven't even seen yet in our economy, you know, like the ripple effect that it's going to have in all the supply chains and, you know, everything that, you know, we've kind of thrown a big wrench in it. And um, there's just going to be the effect of that for a little while, you know, and everybody's just got to keep doing their best, you know. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're resilient people. We've we've been through so much in our history and so i'm i'm not this is just one of those yeah i'm not worried about any of it uh, as far as like oh my gosh it's the end of the world but it is going to be hard and challenging for peoples on different different ways you know in different fronts you know right and i think just being continuing to be mindful of that of people too and realizing that um even more so, it's always true, but you just never know what somebody's dealing with at the moment. And if we can just oh, yeah. take a breath and extend somebody some grace and just, you know, I mean, we can all do a lot more of just extending grace and, and talking calmly and, and peaceably, you know. So the, so far as it depends on you, yeah. live peaceably with one another, you know. Um do what you can, man. Right. And I, I think when we can su- be surprising and offer that extra bit of kindness, I think those acts of kindness that have been going around ha- have just been really cool to kind of get people out of that 
that fear drawer or stress drawer that they've been yeah. in and just kind of being like, oh, wait, I can breathe for a second. Life's going to be okay, you know? Right. And one thing that I like to do, you know, before I get really, because there's, I, I'm just got to be transparent here. There's things I've read that have fired me up, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not on the, it's like the healthcare side of this is being beat up by the non-healthcare side. And what I've done and what's worked for me most of my life, at least my adult life, is before I engage, what I like to do is take myself out of the equation. You know what I mean? That's so good. I'm now I'm not thinking of it from through my lenses, but I've like, okay, take yourself out of the equation and one, now I'm not allowing myself to be offended. Right. So that's a good point too. I was listening to a uh, Stephen Furtick. Is yep. that how you said yep. his name? Yeah, Stephen Furtick. Okay. Listening to a, a message today, where he talked about how <clears throat> an offense is an event, right? Okay. But being offended is a choice. You have to choose. You have to Ooh, accept that. That's good. You know what I mean? And you don't have to. You can choose not. You know. So I've had to. I've like again to be. If I'm being totally honest, I've had, there's sometimes some things I've read where I've just had to be, okay, I'm just going to, you know, because they don't know. Right. They don't have a frame of right. reference for what, what's really goes on in the, you know, on the bus. So I'm just going to kind of think of it, how they're thinking of it. And then, and then a hundred percent of the time I just let it go. Right. <laughs> and didn't even right. or like a private message like hey you know so you know so you understand and you that's know. helpful right having that type of right. dialogue is helpful you know because then i'm i'm assuming that they're coming from a frame of reference that you don't have all the information to oh, you know not. you know so it's it's both of that you know and and often what i'll ask myself sometimes is when i'm when i'm offended and it and it hurts and it stings I kind of take a heart check and go, well, why am I hurt? Why, why is this hurting me so much? Cause it might not be what's on the outside. It might be something that I've been through in the past or a a deeper heart issue that like there's something different attached to it than necessarily what's on the surface. And sometimes that helps me to, to kind of like what you're saying, kind of take myself out of the equation be like, Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, so I, I did a post this week where I asked a question because I don't know. I didn't do good in school. I did see that, school, and that and, was a good, it was and, good. And econ. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I just asked, I asked, how is that possible in seven weeks or whatever we're at for total and complete economic ruin? You know, and man, I, some good, really good questions answered yeah truthfully i didn't know so now i know yeah i read through those responses and for the most part i really i really liked all of them and i thought it was a very good way that you posted it and a very good way that people were responding it was really good um and uh you know and i think um you know again we're, we're not in complete economic ruin i mean we're not in the great depression um but again to be able to see but, I mean, some people, though, you know, I love what Pastor Jim says. We're always one day closer. Yes. I, I like you know? that. And, again, I'm just, so grateful that this wasn't something, this didn't turn into something that was 
that we didn't have millions of people passing away. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. I, it, yeah, it could have been so much more. Yeah. But that's the thing too, and I think that you know what people don't see, you know, is is that whole healthcare field, and this thing kicks off, and just so many people in just days were passing away, right. and it's like, and got to do something. Well, and for and <laughs> yes. for a lot of folks, like they did lose their whole world. I mean, what about the wife in right. Grand Blank that lost her husband and only son? You know, I, I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's folks that are coming out of this that have not been able to attend funerals, that have not been able to travel and see loved ones, have not been able to say goodbye to loved ones that are passing away. Um, and right. so, I mean, they're, just remember that, too. I know you said that a couple of weeks ago. Just be considerate and careful with our healthcare workers because they're going to come out of this and they're going to need a safe space to decompress at some point, you right. know, and, and may not know right. how or when that's going to look, look, what that's going to look like, when that's going to be. Um, but also, yeah. also for folks coming out of this and, and they're in a grieving season, you know, I, I know when my brother passed away, like you kind of got the initial like, hey, you know, check ins for the first month or two. And then after a while, people would just kind of went back to business as usual because that's their life. You know, they right. don't have that, you know. Right. And I, I think for folks yeah. that have been working this and have seen the things that they've seen, I, I think the the caution would be to, hey, end of summer and everybody's getting back to school and we're doing our thing, you know, whatever. And and people are still trying to process the things that they've gone through this spring. You know, I think just to continue to be mindful of that, you know, and continue to pray for people, you know, and be reaching out. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a whole new season coming up. You know, what's what I'm excited for 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 the lighthouse experiment for our ministry is that it's time now. I think I said it before is now we get to switch gears, yeah. you know, and, and really start doing what we're here to do, provide the service and the safe space and the people to come and talk and ask us things yeah. and kind of unpack this whole last thing that, you know, for a lot of us, like I said earlier in the show here, I'm like, wow, man, that really just happened. Yeah. We really just sort of took care of a bunch of people with a crazy respirator thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then get and then and, get laid off then, for a few weeks <laughs> for the summer. <laughs> yeah, and then and then for your, you know, for your reward, we'll just lay you off. Yeah. So, oh, and you know, and those are things that'll be temporary. Uh, yeah, yeah. People will start. People are going. You know, the BSers are are in full effect and going in for sore feet and right right you know and allergies and and all the things that people don't need to go to the hospital for and oddly enough is kind of you're like man oh this is this is kind of nice to get those calls after getting all the other crazy ones for a while you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this person has a rash on her bee cheeks. <laughs> All right, the hospital. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Maybe for some <laughs> folks, getting laid off and being able to go chill at home for a couple weeks, you know, might be what they need. You know, to go yeah. take a little rest, man, and and be with your family. You know, after working crazy yeah. hours, maybe maybe that's good. You know, but I could see where for some folks, you know, to be away from your colleagues that would maybe help you 
like take those next steps over these, it might right. be difficult to be away from them too. You know, I don't, I don't know. So, you know, that's a lighthouse is gonna, you know, it might be just nice for you to come and right. and be at a bonfire and cook us some more, you know, and just be with a couple other yeah. folks that can can understand where you you've walked for the last few months, right. you know. Um, and that's you know, and that that'll be the thing. It's to not to make this the grand announcement but at the same time kind of a shameless plug but i would say from this point on that part of that first responder kind of veteran world i think that the lighthouse experiment now includes nurses and doctors and healthcare workers i think we're all part of that family and those guys they'll need a place to and kind of it's the same rules you know they're going to want to talk to someone who's seen it too so, yeah. you know, there will be more on that in the next few weeks and stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's good. I think all in all we're doing good. And kind of to recap the original thought is just despite all the, the drama and, and all the other things going on, just I would encourage all of us to just, just keep keep on the mission. Keep doing what brought you into this field, and that was to help people and take care of people. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, no, that's, that's good. I would say, you know, along the same lines, like keep your head up. You, um, we love you. We continue to pray for you. Um, even with the stuff on social media, like your communities are, are rooting for you and have your back, you know? So there, there's a, there's a bit of that wrestle. And yes, I think there's obviously some disagreements with how this should look, um, in over these next few months, but, um, your your cities and communities as a whole are incredibly proud of you, incredibly grateful for you. Um, and so just just keep taking one step at a time. Um, Freedom Center continues to be here um, to offer anything that you need, prayer, somebody to talk to if there's a physical need, financial need. Um, and and that, that's Lighthouse. I mean, that's if you need something, message us. Um, we're here for you, yep. um, and and we we got your back, and we're gonna continue to walk out of this. Um, we're one day closer, and uh, yeah, that's right. So we're we're doing this. We're doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> right yeah. on. And we got new promo we cards. Do. I'll be throwing those around in the local EMS rooms. Sweet. They're so nice. I'm so excited about them. I know. I feel like that. Finally, now we've we've really arrived. We really are. Our freedom Center. I know, ministry. dude. I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you. I saw them sitting on the counter when I uh, I was there at the church doing the Mother's Day kit um, delivery mm-hmm. stuff on Saturday, and I saw them sitting there, and I almost wanted to grab them and just like go deliver them to you, but I just I didn't have the time on Saturday. <laughs> so, but I did. I did get to see them through the plastic, the pile of what they were in in the wrapping. And oh, they're, they're so, so cool. cool. So thank you. Thank you, Freedom Center Church, for all that you do, um, even through this time. It's amazing. All right. Well, until next time, enjoy the show. Cool. Keep your heads up. See ya. Peace.